you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. I'm Dustin Ross. This is the Friend Zone, and here's the news that you can use. First up, actor Michael B. Jordan partners with Marvel and Lyft to provide free rides for people of color in New York and LA in a new initiative called The Black Passenger. Uh uh. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. Kim Kardashian West posted a picture of just her four adorable children with the caption, how did I get so lucky? Hopefully, meaning she didn't got the fuck away from Kanye West. And finally, the new Boston opening of restaurant Nurse Ed was closed down over the weekend after a video went viral of its salt sprinkling owner recording a young lady twerking when a young man angrily burst into the restaurant demanding she stop. And now we know why they call him Salt Bay. <laughs> Wait, is this for real? Yes. You're really what? <laughs> yes. Hold on. Yes. Oh, friend. 2020 is a fucking mess. Salt Bay's it restaurant is. got shut down because someone was twerking? You heard it. Because the, the video went viral because somebody was twerking. Her boyfriend came in screaming and hollering, which was kind of scary. But it just proved it was literally the personification of a salt <laughs> bay. So... It's, it's weird because you see like everything happening so fast. Like this, like they go Salt Bay real quick. The girl uh, twerking, then the nigga getting mad. It's like, damn, what Were the hell they, is going so, on? This okay, clip? I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> so she was at her table with her meal, and just it was so good. She just had to twerk. Baby, they was all in the hall, in the aisle way, on the sides. Now, I don't know nothing about the layout. That's why I'm like. I ain't seen seen no floor plans. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know exactly where they was at in the establishment. But what I do know is Salt Bay was standing behind her with them um, them her glasses on that he'd be wearing. (laughs) Right. The original. Okay. The namesake. He was standing behind her. her You know, he'd be wearing them her glasses all the time. So he was standing behind her with them her glasses and that Chris Jenner bang. And then he uh, oh and he God. was recording her and she was bent over, shake, shake, toot, toot that ass up right in front of him. And then this guy just busting the door like, nigga, what? Get up, get up, like screaming and barking, <laughs> making her stop. Yeah. And then Sabe was just standing back there with them glasses on. So I don't know. And the know, restaurant you know, is shut down? Yep, because the video went viral and per like these social distancing laws that they oh, have to um, abide by okay. for the restaurant. Yeah, wow. the government back there was like, I thought a pussy hole said something, <laughs> shut the restaurant down. So, 
And that is the news that you can use. Welcome to the Friends on your weekly look into all things. I would love for the title of this episode to be I Thought a Pussy Ho Said Some. I Thought a Pussy Ho Said Some. (laughs) Already, look, five minutes in. Wow. (laughs) That's it. And here we are. How y'all doing? How's it going, everybody? How are you guys? I'm wide awake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so for those who don't know damn it I'm, I'm coming out i'm coming clean damn it we were supposed to record this shit about an hour ago and my ass was asleep i didn't know i was asleep didn't go to sleep didn't elect to take a nap i literally just jumped up like they do in the movies where they go ah! and you jump up you know that's what happened to me and i looked at the clock i was sweating the clock was sweating I didn't know what was going Dustin on, but I knew that I had overslept. 10 texts. He was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know I was asleep. <laughs> I didn't. I hate that shit because y'all know everybody know I'm, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive and serious right. about my no, shit. No, we knew. So I don't play them kind of games, you know. So I'm a goddamn professional. <laughs> so I didn't realize that I was, you know, I threw our whole little shit off. But here we No, is, I knew it was know. something. I was like, he ain't just going to not hit us and not show Hell up. No. We were just talking. But we were just talking. <laughs> we was just having a good old conversation. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> warming it up i felt so bad <laughs> how are you guys weeks yes. how are your how's your month going so far we're about to step into october which is insane to me we are mm. and don't give me no pumpkin nothing no but other than that my no hell no, no. costume this no pump- year well yeah i'm gonna do a costume but that ain't got pumpkin spice in it <laughs> and that's what i'm talking about i don't want nothing with pumpkin in it don't put i seen fucking um i'm not gonna say the brand but i seen some macaroni and i cheese saw that, that pumpkin spice well, I'm posting it with that, people but throw it excited. away. I saw some excited people retweeting it, so. Because people are nasty. You seen two girls in one cup. People will eat anything. <laughs> oh, God. So I, I ain't, you know. The visual. The turn we Lord took. Lord, the visual. Asante, you have a costume? No. No? It's crazy because, you know, I'm wearing my For All Nerds shirt, and they used to do the uh, cosplay, cross, uh, cross-play cosplay competition back in the yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like sitting here up here thinking like, damn, I should just do something real stupid for Halloween. But like that would involve me like making this look like something just for the Internet. And I'm not doing that. Uh, I don't do shit for the Internet. I need one of those shirts. Do they still have it or was that like a limited Probably. edition? Oh, you know, you know, Tatiana. Let me hit her King, Tatiana, King. <laughs> okay. Dustin, you have the black business for us this week. I do. We are in political season. Uh-oh. <laughs> I make my voice echo like uh, Karen Clark Shear. But yes, um, I would like to promote the city council campaign of a dear friend of mine, Marcel Lashley Cabore. She is running for yes! city council. Yes, she's running for city council in District 29 here in New York in Queens. Um, Beautiful black woman, very well educated. Um, That's and so exciting. To believe in. Um, her campaign is in need of contributions. If you're an NYC resident, um, you can have your funds matched. There's also the programs available. So I just want everybody to run over to www.nycvotes.org. Look up Marcel Lashley Cabore, K O B R E. Or you can go straight to her Instagram, which is Marcel Lashley Cabore. That's M A R C E L L E. Lashley, L-A-S-H-L-E-Y, Kabore, K-O-B, excuse me, yeah, I get you to the wrong place, <laughs> it's K-A-B, K-A-B-O-R-E, so Marcel Lashley Kabore, K-A-B-O-R-E, on, it's, don't it belong on the ranks, right? it belongs to be, Marcel it belongs to be, in, she needs to be in that number, okay, of city council <laughs> representative, so 
You can find everything you need to know about her campaign, her personally, her contributions to the community, and what she has planned for her District 29 that she is running in there. So again, you can go over to Instagram, Marcel, M-A-R-C-E-L-L-E, Lashley, L-A-S-H-L-E-Y, Kabore, K-A-B-O-R-E, on Instagram. You can find out everything you know and how you can contribute to get her to the top where she belongs. So I love that's it. our black business for the week. Thank you. Shout out to Marcel, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I love when mm-hmm. our peers run for these political offices, especially on the local level, which is where it makes the most impact and difference. I'm telling you. Know? you and, and the more you learn about this process and the way that things work, you understand that that's where we truly need like to start for real. to enact some change. Yeah. Real change. So shout out to you again. That's Marcel Lashley Kabore on Instagram. Show her some love, you guys, and let them know the friends don't send you over. And speaking of politics and just that whole world, is it just me or has the census been really aggressive this season? Oh, Holy shit. Every app? Oh my God. I've had a census worker buzz up my intercom. I kid you not. Every day. Every Mind you, I did the census. I filled it out online. Every day. (laughs) They've been buzzing me up. And the first time they did it, you know, you know, we we be suspicious of everything. So he was like, I'm a yeah, census worker. Yeah, door. talking about can I come up? And I said, You don't even know who I am. Come up where? <laughs> he was like, Are you have an appointment? I said, well, What's my name? And he was like, Well, and he said my apartment. I was like, You could have seen that from the intercom. <laughs> yeah. Like, what Bye, is bitch. my name? And he didn't even have that information. And he just stayed down there buzzing apartments. I was like, okay, this is, he might really be a census worker, but they just been coming hard. I've never experienced anything like this. And like you said with the apps, every app you open, it's asking if you registered to vote. God damn. Woo! It is. I couldn't I don't believe know. it. I don't know if, how they got into my building, but I ended up cursing my lady The out. census like- lady. <laughs> I did. It was like the third time. And you know how I am. So like she thought we was cool, I feel like. So I just had to like, I just had to be like, all right, we're just going to get this now. Because it was like the third day. And she knocked back on. She's like, oh, you know, how's it going? I'm like, ma'am, I'm working from home. I can't just be getting up from my station to come talk to you. Like, what do you want? Like, like no. have you ever experienced that? I don't know. As, as long as I've had my own place, I've never experienced census workers First buzzing up. First time I've up. ever talked to a yeah. census person. This is new for me. They I know them. it's a thing. I just haven't done it before. I thought they seemed to beat me up. The census workers had on, you know, it's Corona, so people got masks on. They had bandanas tied Stop around it. their nose and mouth. <laughs> And a headband, just the eyes. I'm like, what kind of gang <laughs> shit is this? They rolling up over here. I didn't even know they was over here. And so, yeah, I didn't answer the door, but I looked through it. Um, you know. I don't know, but I don't think that was the census. <laughs> and I was like, all these goddamn bandanas and shit. And it's two of them. I'm like, I ain't opening shit. Y'all got me fucked up. I opened it because the way friends saying, like, they was banging on my door. So I was like, this got to be somebody I know or they got an appointment or something. No. Like, I was like, boom, boom, boom. I was like, who the fuck is this? And so I was swinging that door open and her sweet looking old ass would be there. I'm like, oh, okay. Until day three, what she wasn't sweet looking no more. I was like, sorry, girl, you skin cursed out. Furthermore, I did it. So y'all need to update your Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Like, if I did it, then why are y'all coming here? And I kept telling them, like, it's already filled out. You know, it's already filled out. I already did it. Da, da, da. Came back, came back, come back. And then I was on my terrace one day, and, and the lady, another lady, and you know, I live in, in the Jamaican side of <laughs> Brooklyn, so this Jamaican old lady, <laughs> she was about to curse me out because she was trying to get in and couldn't get in. She looked up at me like, she looked up at me on my terrace like, well, you see me trying to get in the motherfucking building. <laughs> 
I looked at her like, I ain't got nothing to do with nothing. And bitch, you see me chilling at home. Did you say, I don't have an appointment? <laughs> nothing. Matter of fact, bitch, did you feel your goddamn senses out while you spent all this time knocking on my door? You need to sweep around your own front door. Did you feel your damn senses out? And you know how old mm-hmm. ladies be playing that that victimized car? She was like, you know how long it took me to come here and... I've been trying to, and I looked, she's talking about what train and how long it took and the walk from the train. And I looked at her like, I ain't got nothing to do with this. Like, like I don't, I, what am I going to do? Open the, th- what do you want me to do? <laughs> also, you got paid for that. The census is paying good ass money per hour. We all didn't seen them ads for the work. Lots of people was trying to decide, well, how can I fit this second job in? Because that's some good money. Yeah. You got your 30 something dollars an hour to bring your ass over here. You ain't my grandmama. You ain't none of my friend's mama or grandmama. You just a motherfucker on the street at this point. So, no, I already did it. And get the fuck on. That's what you need to tell her. And don't be scared. She, she stood heard out before. there. She, she stood old. out there talking to me. And I was like, God damn it. I literally had to get up and go back to my <laughs> living room. I was like, she can't even enjoy my tea. <laughs> she over there like, you know damn. how long it's it? I was like, oh, my God. Okay, ma'am. Have a great day. Right. She just like them fireworks they shooting up. You should have oh, sang God. that Katy Perry song to her. Lady, you're a fire. <laughs> your work get your ass out of here <laughs> so let's jump in before we jump in do you guys have any announcements you'd like to share with the class Mm-mm. i did but i always forget. oh my lord <laughs> <laughs> so last week's episode titled queen of the northeast <laughs> patty 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 <laughs> it was a shoot the shit episode no hot button no segment we just winged it it was very funny if i do say so myself <laughs> and as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? Actually, I swung into them SoundCloud hey, streets, welcome. friend. So if you was over there, friend, I would like to hear who stood out to you first. You stay friend. picking okay. my people. I stay picking your people. So I'm gonna go with Milady. Wait, male lady Lisa. I hope I'm saying that right. She said, if you guys want a more chill version of skin deep there's another series that is similar that's called truth or drink (laughs) same face-to-face concept but with liquor involved and a fun twist and i've actually watched that one because like i said they are all over my algorithm now and that one is actually (laughs) funny because you know the one that i was watching they put x's together to sit at a table and take shots (laughs) And by the end of it, oh shit! Listen, by the end of it, with the liquor in their system, they're saying some things, and some things start going down. One couple start making out. I was like, oh, oh, oh it's unresolved. I, I was going to say they had to have a lot of security and condoms on that set. Right? They the, liquor, the ex is on there with liquor. Like we either gonna fight or fuck. That's the only two things we gonna do. It's actually very fun. Like she said, it's it's a more lighthearted version. I enjoyed it. I ended up falling into a rabbit hole of it because it's wild. It gets wild. Just imagine being drunk with your ex. What do you think would come out of that conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I like how y'all both looked at me well, like, do, do we have to answer? <laughs> oh, I knew it was rhetorical. But <laughs> if you didn't or not, I knew it was. Um <laughs> Yeah, male lady Lisa, that was uh, real, real cute. I'm happy. Y'all have me so fucking dead right now. Asante, what you find in the SoundCloud street? Happiness. That's what we found in the street. That's what we got on down from our exes. Go ahead. 
Um, a few people down from Mayor Lady Lisa. Hopefully, we're both saying that right. right. I found Ashley Toon. Her comment says, I also heard that the concept for Antebellum was stolen from a smaller creator mm-hmm. who submitted a pitch for a series to a pitch open call, which explains why the story felt underdeveloped. Mm. Because they tried to fit what was supposed to be a whole series into an hour and a half. Now, I don't know nothing about, you know, the, the stealing or anything of that. But just as far as um, it being a series, that makes more sense because there was so much to explore. And I feel like there was parts of the movie that was kind of like rushed or missed over. Or we didn't get to go back to. So that would have made more sense. Antebellum, the series, I feel like would do very, very well. <laughs> I just want to step out and see. Did either of you have a chance to watch or have I, you heard anything I went it? on, what was it, Amazon Prime uh-huh. and clicked it. And I'm going to be honest. The first five minutes did it for me, and I turned it off. It's not that it's a bad movie, because I can't say that. I watched five minutes. Asante, you're not helping me right now. But you know when you're just like, I'm not in the space for this. (laughs) It was someone got their their head blown off, executed. People were running. I was like, oh, I cannot. There's too much going on in the world. Right now. Bantabellum or Belly. What are we watching here? Like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, you know. I've been trying to be careful, uh, yeah. you know, of what we taking in right now because it's already a lot going on. That's why even with Lady, what is it? Not Lady, Lovecraft. When I hit y'all, when I sent them a text, I text them like, y'all, what the fuck? When them What's tentacles, the that them tentacles came out. <laughs> King crab pussy. I was like, God damn, man. Why did I text them, y'all? And and Dustin gonna text back in all caps, pussy talk. (laughs) 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 I sent them a picture of my TV with that exact scene where she's, you know, tapped in, for lack of a better word. Baby. Tapped in (laughs) with arms wide open. I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life. Every orifice. Every orifice wide open. Jesus. My God, it was was intense. It was intense. I still Woo. haven't watched the the latest episode. I'm taking my time. I had to let that one marinate. Like, oh, you're gonna love the way latest one, lighter. Way it, lighter. I saw some week. people way talking lighter. about it. It had a lot to do. You're gonna yeah, love it. with black woman mm-hmm. is God. I don't know. I saw a couple yeah. of people saying that, so I'm excited to watch that episode. I'll probably do that tonight. I thought it was the guy with the big hair and the daughter from Instagram. You know who oh I'm talking about? Oh my god. <laughs> If you seen Lovecraft Country, then you know this week that you Why know. Why do you know who he what number is? Episode is that? What number episode is that this week, Asante? Seven? Whatever Wait number episode. Minute, this what episode is so, when you seen Lovecraft Country, then you know when, they, when, 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 they, when the goddess came out and, she had, and God had that. And I was like, damn, the nigga, he working. I'm like, I thought it was the nigga from Instagram with all the hair and the daughter. Why but, am I know, trying to find him right now? What was his name? You, no. And the nigga from Instagram with the hair and the daughter. <laughs> Wasn't he, and then it was uh, turned out it was a scam and he was right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He was selling oils. <laughs> well, baby, I thought he I thought he had scammed his way onto the cash sheet for Lovecraft Country <laughs> when I saw a guy come out. You are night. so ridiculous. <laughs> Ooh, Why do you, you know who he is? I said, "Well, where the baby? Go bring the baby out too. Did the baby get cast? Because you know, because you know, God bless the child. So I thought maybe. You know. Why do you know yeah. who he is? <laughs> I can't get over this. Okay, 
I really want to say his name, but I won't. I won't. <laughs> say his name. Say his name. <laughs> All right, now. Let's reel this right back on in. Okay, okay. Let's reel it in. <laughs> Dustin, Ooh. what did yes. you find on the Twitter streets? Um, I found a few things on these Twitter streets, but what I'm still looking for is a nigga from Instagram with the door. <laughs> no, but, uh, first of all, several tweets this week caught my attention. Let's start with, okay. Shout out to Mariah Carey. You know, she released her memoir, right? Put it in the chat, friend. Mariah Carey released her. God! Fran <laughs> showing us God. In heaven on this iPad right See, now. See, God don't want me to be messy because he won't let me. Uh, it's not letting <laughs> me click the picture. See how God, God is fluffing the hair up. God getting the hair right for the debut. <laughs> there you go, God. God. There he is. Hey. Right there. there she is right there. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, the nigga with the hair from Instagram of Latter Day Saints. <laughs> no, That's you what are it so is. Crazy, bro. Of Latter Day Saints. All right. So. <laughs> Mariah Carey released her memoir. Another one of a broken angel. And she said, um, so she tweeted, she <laughs> tweeted that the book was coming out. Diane Warren responded to the tweet and said, Where's my copy, bitch? Ooh, now, if you know who Diane it, Warren she is, did not. if you know who Diane Warren is, she's a legendary, <laughs> legendary, iconic songwriter. She's written some of your favorite songs you've ever heard Truly. in life. Like that pen game is literally pious, okay? But she, so Mariah Carey responded to the tweet with, "You should actually get the audio book, Diane. Our song plays an integral part in it." Parentheses and your copies on the way, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mariah's tweet said in response. I love me some Mariah Carey. I love you know Diane Warren. Did you see how she retweeted after verses with Monica and Brandy? She retweeted it what? when they were like, "Who won?" She was like, "Well, I won." <laughs> Diane Warren. <laughs> she wrote all them damn songs. She wrote all them damn songs. Angel of mine, listen, have you ever listen. like Diane Warren? That's the that pen. Period. Period. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, Uh-oh. this is a sidebar, but I guess it makes sense. Okay, let me, I'm going to add it to my tweets. No. Let me say this one tweet, right? <laughs> Shout out to Slack on both sides. Slack on both S-Y-D-Z, who tweeted 27 years ago, one of the greatest hip-hop songs ever record, ever was recorded. 93 Till Infinity Ooh. is so um, ap- so apparent it never gets old. So everybody knows 93 Till Infinity by Sons of Mischief was one of the greatest songs ever. I had like, such a ever. crush on one of them. Mm-hmm. Ever in uh, <laughs> I know which one you you're know. About I already too. know you know. I already know, <laughs> but it was one of the greatest songs of all time. So shout out to them. Um, I have one more tweet I want to read. Shout out to TGT or TG the Truth. That's his name. Oh, TG I was like, you mean uh, Genuine no, Tank and you know they didn't. They can't keep it together. <laughs> have no Twitter account together at all. They couldn't even handle the stage. Y'all seen them about to kill each other on Good Morning America that but time, But I heard right? the rumor that they were going to be the first trio to do a versus, like, with the three of them. Good Not luck. Interested. Good luck. I mean, it could, I don't know. I'm going to watch The Housewives <laughs> that night. But um, I'm not even interested. In, it's not even about the catalog. I'm not interested in their antics. Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tyrese, so, come on. <laughs> like, and that's who the problem be. You know, Tank and Genuine had that shit together. It was Tyrese who was tripping. I didn't watch all the interviews. <laughs> okay, I didn't see them all. And Tank has been talking. So anyway, <laughs> shout out to TG the Truth who tweeted, "My homie just asked me what Lovecraft Country is about, and this was my response." Come on, fucking, uh, uh, down. Hell, oh, 
a fucking. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to explain. I'm y'all. crying because like, I can see the little boy. He hitting his hand like, yeah. yeah uh. Hitting his hand. Uh, because, uh, so the only other thing I want to talk about, there's a Twitter, there's an Instagram account that has gone viral. Mm-hmm. I am in love with this child, y'all. It was a little girl. The Twitter, the Instagram account is Wilkerson7035. Uh-oh. And it's a little girl who, she made a video that went viral where she was like, excuse my hair, y'all. <laughs> Baby, you want your lips to be popping like my lips is popping? Baby, I don't know what to tell y'all. Baby, get my lip gloss. And I mean it, period. <laughs> right? And the video went viral, 50 Sent, reposted it like everybody reposted it she has a whole instagram account of her making these videos <laughs> where she's talking to the camera y'all and i am telling you she is the funniest little girl what's and her name there let me look her up wilkerson okay, let me give me a piece okay. wilkerson 7035 wilkerson. and i love her do you hear wilkerson me i love her 7035 Wilkerson seven zero three five. Come her on, Twitter Latoya. Account. Hey, look at her account. bio. Excuse hey, me. y'all. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> yes, she is so the cutest cute. little girl in the world. She has now. She gets things sponsored. John P. Key. You guys know who John P. Key? Yeah. The gospel yeah. You know who that is. He sent her some 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 things and some money and stuff to her account. She's like, baby. <laughs> so my name John P. Key. Thank you so much. What you do, baby? You really didn't leave me out. Like, it's just, I'm telling you, it's the most endearing, How cutest cute. Instagram account ever. I love Wilkerson7035. Go down the rabbit hole. You will get stuck watching every video she posts. And she starts every video by going, hey, y'all. How y'all doing? <laughs> she has a, the cutest Southern accent. She be like, baby, I got school today. But baby, when I get out, baby, I can ride my bike. It's going to be lit. I can't wait, baby. And I mean it. Period and goodbye. I That's love how she these ends kids. She warms my heart. So shout out to Wilkerson seven zero three five. Shout out to her parents and her um, her brother who she loves. Um, <laughs> he's older than her, but you would think she was the older sibling. Cutie. It's just the most adorable thing ever. So. <laughs> That's all I want to share with you. I love it. That just made my day. I'm a probably end up mm-hmm. following her. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that you the got bio to. say, hey, y'all. I follow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once I but sing a little toy, I said, we street. locked in. <laughs> hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs, for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. So, y'all ready to jump into this week's episode? Yes, ma'am. I actually want to do something kind of different in the sense that usually I do the hot button and then jump into my wellness segment. Mm -hmm. But I want to mention my wellness segment pretty early on just because 
it's something that I think is really important. And I know with our listeners, you never know what part of the show they come on, fall off. You know, especially with people's schedules yeah, now. Right. Our show is long yeah. as hell. <laughs> but this is something yeah. I wanted to put at the forefront because uh, a lot of my friends that have kids, their kids are really suffering from a lot of the symptoms of having to be in front of the computer for so many hours a day, so many days a week with this virtual learning I don't know about those of you listening, but my friend's kids are suffering from badass headaches. Uh, another friend of mine's kid was just randomly throwing up, you know, just felt terrible. He mm. had to take a day off from school and everything. So I was like, this is just, uh, this is a lot. Do you guys have friends that have kids that have been like telling you how much of a challenge it's been with the virtual learning? Just Jay, but Noah don't care. <laughs> 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 no, be no, no. Look at it the same way I grown it. Look at it. No, be like, all right, you cut the computer on. She's, you see, you know, should be like, let's just get this over with. But that's a blessing because most kids are not having that easy of a go. Right. So you're right, Fran. It's a lot going on. It's a on lot, and it's you know, with. it's challenging outside of the emotional aspects that they're not getting to socialize and see their friends and are basically stuck at home. But also, yeah. these are babies for the most part that teachers expecting them to like learn how to log in from this class to the next class know when to come on no when to come off they have reading lists they have to go on canva or canvas whatever that site is and just a lot going on so i remember years ago i had a wellness segment about blue light do you guys remember that and i was showing you how to turn on the feature on your iphone that will minimize the effect yes. that blue light with that feature mm -hmm. but the thing is yes. a lot of people don't have iPhones and most of the kids that are doing virtual learning are using the Chromebooks, at least the kids that I know. Mm. <laughs> so they don't have that feature. So I wanted to tell mm. you guys about a website called Calm Optics that I found through doing my research on what parents are doing to help their kids. And look how cute, first of all. How cute is this child? <laughs> oh, she's so oh. cute. Friend. I can't even oh, deal with her. Look, oh look at God. this one. Uh, I can't even deal. So they have this site <laughs> for little kids. What is blue light? Yeah. What is blue light? It's called Calm Optics. So I'm going to read straight from the site because I think they wrote it in a way that was very, very understandable. So blue light is everywhere and is naturally emitted from the sun as part of the visible light spectrum. Our body uses blue light to regulate our natural sleep and wake cycles, known as our circadian rhythm. Natural blue light can be beneficial during the day because it boosts alertness and elevates your mood. However, with our computers and technology, you're seeing the rise of artificial blue light that's emitted from the digital screens. So our bodies are now being exposed to a surplus of harmful digital blue light. So a lot of the symptoms that people suffer from when they're exposed to this for too long, it can be anything from eye fatigue, eye strain, headaches. Obviously, it causes sleep disruption, messes mm. with your circadian rhythm. But think about it. The nights that you can't sleep, what do you tend to do? You just scroll, 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 scroll. scroll. Ends up creating mm -hmm. an even worse cycle for yourself and wondering why you can't fix your sleep schedule. And if you're a kappa, you stroll. <laughs> <laughs> That was for y'all. That was just for y'all. <laughs> but I've seen a lot of kids suffering from neck pain, headaches, fatigue, blurred vision. Um, they even mentioned on the site red, itchy, dry eyes. I mean, this is a lot. I know, you know, 
babies that are five and six in front of the computer from 9 a.m. to 3.45 p.m. Monday through Friday. On top of kids just love to be on their tablets watching mm-hmm. whatever uh, YouTube kids. Mm-hmm. You know how kids just do. Loving hip hop. <laughs> Could you imagine? My God. <laughs> so I want you to go on calmoptics.com. They have a section for glasses for children they have a section for teens and then they have a section for adults and truth be told we need it too because yeah a lot of us spend a big chunk of our day looking into our phones our ipads tablets whatever it may be because a lot of us Mm -hmm. are working from home as well remotely so something that i just want to put into your awareness because the the effects are going to be vast as these kids continue with the virtual learning and if we can do anything to prevent the symptoms or at least minimize them that's what we're here for so calmoptics.com check out the reviews on there they have more information on blue light and they have really cute glasses like really cute trendy glasses for your kids colorful ones Mm -hmm. a lot to choose from and like i said even for you so just want to put that into your awareness before we jumped in so that's the wellness segment <laughs> for this week right. that I felt should be at the forefront. Let them little kids' glasses. Right, it's so cute. You see it? Oh my god, so adorable. So I can't. I was so happy when I found that site. It was like Nirvana, just finding all these babies with their cute little blue light glasses. So I ordered a ton for all of my friends that have babies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so sweet friend. Of course, you know, I know it's a struggle right now. Everybody has so much they're trying to think about and juggle at the same time. So if we as friends mm. can just help them with one little detail to spare them throughout the day, then so be it. So I had to put that out there for those of you looking to do the same. And with that being yes. said, <laughs> Asante and I, had, while Dustin was resting... <laughs> the afternoon siesta shit i woke up i thought i had died so i was like what the fuck i didn't know i was right here so you know asante and i ended up getting into a really cool conversation while we were waiting for dustin's siesta to be over about Mm -hmm. the about the algorithms because we were talking about the skin deep and just how, how when I was watching it last week, now all of my YouTube videos are all like about breaking up with exes. Like the young lady said in the SoundCloud, um, this, the truth or drink thing, you know, like it's just you mm-hmm, tap into mm-hmm. an algorithm and now that's all you'll see. And then there were a lot of people that were tweeting us about the new documentary, The Social Dilemma. Have you guys had an mm-hmm. opportunity to watch that? It's on Netflix. I've seen nah. everybody tweeting us about it, and right. I started like five minutes in, but then I got into an argument with the Uber Eats people, <laughs> and I just was throwing off for the rest of the thing. Only so. you, I swear. <laughs> How far did you get into it, Frank? You know me. I watched the whole thing. Because <laughs> once I got what are your in, thoughts? I thought it was interesting. <clears throat> so for those of you who are like, what is that? It's a documentary that's available on Netflix now that basically talks about our addiction to social media and how it's not just so much that they're creating these apps that they want to steal our data and keep us on the phone and keep us addicted, but it was talking about how they're actually messing with our culture, our thoughts, the things we do, influencing our movements, what we're buying, what we're thinking, 
And it's just really intrusive. I feel like we had an episode years ago. I really wish I remembered. Um, oh, Which one, friend? Do you remember the episode we did uh, where we talked about Facebook intervening or, or rather interfering yes. with our mental health? Yes. Yeah, you were talking about studies It and was everything. a study, yes. yes. Oh, I really wish I remember the name. Uh, I'll find it. But while the guys are talking, I'll find it. But we, I, f- I felt like the social dilemma didn't really tell us anything different that we hadn't already been talking about on the show about dopamine. It's mm-hmm. even our funnier conversations about the algorithms. I don't know if you guys saw the thread that went viral where if you put pictures on Twitter, it's always going to focus on the white face and make them the main image. Like if you put multiple <laughs> images, have you seen that? <laughs> someone figured that out everybody was testing it out like let's say if the picture is a long picture kind of like the the phone booth style Mm. pictures you know where it's a long Mm -hmm, strip mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if there's an image of a white person and the rest are black the image that twitter is going to post for you to see on your timeline is the one with the white face Mm, mm, mm. isn't that so interesting and i don't know how someone figured that out but everyone started testing it out and it was true every time it was really eerie motherfuckers is cyber prejudice now (laughs) i ain't never seen no shit like fuck it it ain't the kkk it's the www (laughs) now god damn god god damn man it's crazy and you know obviously that kicked that conversation off just about the fact that the people who create these programs are white developers they're the ones that get the opportunity to have these jobs and so they base you mm-hmm. know they base the asante you would know the wording better than i would what's the word like um why is it that it would catch white skin as opposed to black skin oh i ain't made it that far yet i, ain't made I it ask that asante because he's but- been uh, tinkering around in coding and algorithms and that's sort of been his his newfound interest. It's funny because everything that you're bringing up is kind of like what piqued my curiosity for wanting to go into coding. Like I wanted to kind of be able to like learn the language of computers, which is what we touched right. on. So I could figure out like how and why these things happen. Like, you know, when Facebook does set up these uh, these programs into place, like what is the purpose of the program? And so one of the earlier things that I'm like really trying to go in depth in in programming is um like one of the like first parts of doing um uh, an app or anything is you have to go into like statements and functions. So you basically have to like identify what is a statement and then define that statement to so we can, you know, p- p- do a, a function. So kind of what you're talking about, you're talking about this algorithm basically putting white skin first i just want to know like a why was it made and how it was made and b what the per- the point of point is like what the purpose is like because people do these things to manipulate and sometimes i think um you know human life is random so like let's pretend this whole thing is a fucking experiment anyway but sometimes people manipulate one set of variables and then they're getting like a whole another set of data that they don't even realize and that's why I just think that like tinkering with people's emotions and shit like that is so dangerous. And I need to know why, you know, you watch a lot of these science movies where scientists kind of just say, oh, well, I've just decided I want to be curious. I don't actually care, you know, have a value for, uh, you know, life over this or that. It's just all for the sake of science. So I know some people probably put those algorithms into place just to get data. 
and some do it for the better of, uh, you know, human development. But I'm really curious to figure out like where a lot more people fall in those tech spaces, even when you're talking, um, you know, computers and data and shit like that. Yeah. And the only part <laughs> that I did find interesting with the social dilemma doc was they did have early creators like they had the guy that created the like button you know what i mean like the people who really Mm. were a part of the development of a lot of these social media networks his friendly ass (laughs) i i want to have a word with him because because of his ass we going through a lot of shit to this day to this Mm. day we going through a lot of cyber bullying because he want to be friendly and make a like button (laughs) i don't give a damn but the thing is you know he was making it sound like it didn't have Initially, it did not have this sinister undercurrent, that's, you know. He, that's how you know mm. it was shady right there. <laughs> the fact that he tried to say it wasn't. You lying And bitch. a lot of them, when you watch the documentary, in their name, it'll say former, 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 and play. Like, they all, who knows why they left, but they all made it seem like they chose to leave for ethical reasons, where they felt like these apps were psychologically fucking with us and trying to control yeah. how we think trying to I have to really find this up did you find See, it i have to go watch i couldn't find it but um while you look i'm gonna just talk yeah, for a I'll second find it now. I, th- this is why i feel like i have to like know it's curious to me because it's so odd that people well not odd because you know people are curious like i was saying before like i think it's dope that you know we want to collect data in certain ways but i wonder like who or when the turn happens where it's like, we're going to use data this way. Because, you know, a scientist may start one thing, but then the company that they work for may decide that they want to use uh, weaponize it or do whatever the fuck they want with it. I just am always curious. I see that play out in like movies and shit, but I wonder like in real life how that plays out and why that plays out so much. Because to your point, a, a lot of those people, they go former because they probably, you know, I don't think that, I don't even feel like a lot of them even fulfilled what they want to fulfill, but I feel like a lot of that shit becomes corrupt. So they just leave the industry or a change and they're just like, well, I'm going to go back to something more. Uh, I don't want to say safe, but something more. Uh, uh, shit, we'll say safe. I can't find another word right now. Did you find it, friend? I'm still looking now. We've had a lot of episodes. <laughs> we saw it. Wasn't it the dopamine theory or something? What was it called? No, that was another one, which is why I'm saying we've been covering the effects of social media for so long that I'm like, oh, emotional contagion emotional mm. contagion and we did that one two years ago where us you know always early never late <laughs> that's a great episode you should definitely check out we did that two years ago where a study was uncovered or rather a study was done to uncover how facebook was uh testing out when they would notice that people might be putting up uh updates where they're you know a little bit sad or depressed about something maybe they're going through a breakup and they'll purposely put heavier darker news on their feed to pop up almost to make them feel worse so then they can put ads i remember right and and obviously Mm -hmm. when you're not feeling good i mean i can only speak for myself i tend to shop (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. retail therapy um but also just a, a way to show the kind of power they have over people's emotions mm-hmm. just by dictating what is and isn't on your feed and just the danger of that and kind of to add to what Asante was saying, like, how does this even fucking happen? Facebook got huge. It became a superpower. And anything that mm-hmm. becomes that huge and has that much 
mental control over that many people, you already know, and this is the conspiracy theory version of Mika Cut's gonna come out. <laughs> the government I'm with the it. government is gonna need a piece. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The powers yeah. that be are going to need a piece. And I'm very convinced that they are all, you know, invisible hand paying off each other to sway people to vote in certain directions or have access to certain information, not have access to certain information. I saw even with the Breonna Taylor case this week, rest in peace, once the verdict came out that the officers weren't charged, anyone who was mentioning her name was getting kicked off of Twitter. I literally law I saw my follower count drop by three or four hundred people. Wow. Because that's how many people had gotten kicked off in my particular wow. circle. And that's crazy. Getting suspended. Twitter did release a statement saying, Oh, we apologize, that was a glitch. But that's a very coincidental glitch. <laughs> How Very. come the glitch ain't never got Trump? That's what I Hello. need to know. Like, <laughs> and you know, even like a lot, even Trump, like how the fact that he can say whatever he wants and say the craziest shit, like calling Corona the China disease or whatever it is that he, the China infection, this, that, saying just really inflammatory statements and nothing. No, he's never a ban. No accountability. No accountability. He's Nothing. never banned. No consequence. And I, you know, I imagine that being a hard position to be in. Like you're gonna block the president of the United States and ban him. You see how he did TikTok. He sure so, did. You know he sure did. Yeah. So I can understand from a business perspective why they may not want to take that move, especially because he is very petty. But it just goes to show you the powers that be have a lot of control. And I will always mm. wonder, like, are y'all ready for the day that you go online and there ain't no social media because it got shut down so that we wouldn't be able to communicate with each other? No. Or Wi-Fi being <laughs> shut down. Like, think about how we're at the mercy of all of this. And I think that's the issue I had with the Social Dilemma app. I almost felt like they weren't telling us anything new. I wanted them to get into the meat of it. Talk about the government. Right. Talk about the racism. Like, let's get into it. This You want us on Michael Moore shit, Yeah, huh? like, come on, Netflix. <laughs> like, if we're going to talk about it, talk about it. Like, telling us that we're addicted, mm. we already know. Telling us right. how it's, it's changing the chemical uh, cocktails in our brain. We already know that. The dopamine obsession, we already know that. That's not new information. Just because you have these white developers telling us it's not going to really bring anything new to the forefront. At least for me, I should speak for myself. I did see some people saying that the documentary had affected some of their peers and family members who are now no longer on social media and were like, fuck that. So, you know, it's going to help somebody. That's the truth. But I do wish that People really would just say what it is. You know, like... If you're going to talk, talk about yeah, it, talk about like, it. like, let's talk about it. Monique Shit. said, name names or leave it on the playground. <laughs> and that's that's exactly the same theory that applies here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't come around here telling me what somebody else didn't say to you about me. Repackage. Tell me why they felt comfortable doc- and what you said to them <laughs> afterwards. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, what, that's what I need to know from you. <laughs> Because okay. it's creepy. Like I sent a friend of mine some um, mushroom and like energy powders for focus because their schedule was getting no, not like that. I saw y'all both perk up. <laughs> oh, I said, hold on, you got more. 
<laughs> but it was it's this um company called moon juice and they create what's called these brain dusts that you can add to your tea to your water to your smoothie full of i like the way this is sounding, it's full friend. of so you sure this is <laughs> can i be on that close friends list? okay <laughs> and it's full of adaptogens and it really just replenishes wherever there may be deficiencies in your body it's really really dope yes. i actually suggest y'all check it out maybe i'll make a, a wellness segment about it but they yeah. have a brain dust for focus and a power dust for energy that's incredible. And so I, mind you, I literally just told someone, we already know this happens, but it freaks me out every time. I told someone, oh, I'm going to send you a box of it. And then I get an ad for Moon Juice products on my Instagram <laughs> the next day. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? It's just too much. I was telling a friend that I needed to buy a cute sweatsuit. Now that it's getting like cold and chilly, just, you know, I'd be going for walks. I'm like, I need some sweatsuits. I go on Amazon. They're showing me the deal of the day and it was a sweatsuit. <laughs> and see, with shit like that, right? I think to myself, you know, whenever you download any of these apps, there's always app permissions. Um, you know, it was a big thing back when Facebook, the messenger was coming out. How they said um, you, you were given permission for your microphone and camera. How do these fucking like what words? How does it know to only look for certain words for shit that you're going to like buy or be interested in? Because you could be talking about anything. So if you start they, talking about sexual listening. shit. They listening to everything. <laughs> just that. Yes, but how do they Are they just catalog? And that's the thing. Like, are they uh, like the programs only catalog these like words as they come up for uh, for a program? Like, do none of Ain't these no like program. sentences register they are and listening get sent off? to your conversation? Well, what, well, so that's what I'm saying. So, like, like let's pretend. <laughs> so let's so let's pretend it's a program, right? Let's let's continue under that mm-hmm. assumption. So, a program in case my word ends up being a string of sentences that follow into illegal activity. Like now, niggas gonna show up. Like. What? <laughs> Maybe, nigga. Yeah, like you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like anything's possible. They can do once once pe- the powers that be have access to certain information, they then have the power to do whatever they want with that because all this shit is um unethical anyway. So, there's no rule or regulation in place that says they can or cannot manipulate anything they find out about you in that way. You know what I'm saying? So, if I'm stealing mm-hmm. your information, nigga, and I decide I want to pull up cuz I heard you say which you know what you said you can do later. <laughs> so if I heard you say that and I decided I wanted to do that, what's gonna stop me? Nothing. It's just crazy when I think about like how this data is like like cataloged or put in a library or like what that system looks like because it's something that happens to everybody. So it's crazy that like Facebook just became like a thing out of nowhere in two thousand what four or five, and then here we are in twenty twenty. And they make all this fucking money off of us. They have all of our fucking data. They're, they own every sign- fucking app that we like. They they took over Instagram. I mean, WhatsApp. Like, it, they're like, um, they're a whole ass monopoly. And it's really scary. You downloaded at least 10 programs that have to connect through fucking Facebook. Right. <laughs> like, at- I, t- I told y'all I took TikTok off my phone. I was just like, I don't know. Not that it's, it's <laughs> probably not any worse. People saying it is. I've seen people do some like dissecting the uh, the pol- What is it? The shit that we never read. <laughs> the terms and the conditions. terms and conditions. God for God save us because ain't nobody reading that. We can't. They put so much shit in there. You're not supposed to. They don't want I've you to. I've seen people dissecting that. Even um, I remember I got freaked out because I had had. Is it DocuSign? 
Is it DocuSign? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. Sign Now. Is it Sign Now? Yes. Yep. Sign Now and DocuSign. I, I, well, I ain't gonna, I'll tell you afterwards <laughs> which one I'll be using. So I think <laughs> it's Sign Now, the one that I started using religiously. And, you know, they had updated their terms and conditions, I think. And um, so it was saying, like, you know, when it says, like, mm-hmm. renew it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and something told me, I don't know why, I just felt it in my fucking stomach. Something said, That's right, go girl. on Twitter before you sign that. And so, mm-hmm. or agree to that rather. So I go on Twitter because you know Twitter is where it's at when it comes to any mm-hmm. conversation. And I just type in new terms and conditions with sign now. Yeah. There was a whole thread of someone breaking down what had changed. I'm mad Sante's giving me the background music. <laughs> and basically, what sign now had switched to was that they were saying that whatever documents you were uploading, they had access to. Baby, please. So basically, you were granting them access to those documents. And I was so thankful because the lady was a lawyer who clearly ain't going to sign shit until she reads it like most of us should be doing. Well, all of us. Right. And she broke down that whole thing picture by picture. It was the longest fucking thread, but I was so happy I read it because she broke (laughs) down all the things that they had modified that were basically allowing them to be intrusive and uh, surveil our contracts and conversations. And that's just so uncomfortable. I felt sick to my stomach. Very uncomfortable. And you wonder who has prided them. Obviously, people understand what type of service Sign Now provides, mm. right? So what power that what which one of the powers that be Thank you. decided to, you know, then, you know, illegally gain access to things that they can later use against us or you know, later source or like why use was that the modification? Yeah. Why? Why? Who trying to steal my shit? And they know people are dependent upon those services to conduct business, exactly. conduct business transactions and things like that. So it's just fucking disgusting. It's just, and you just feel Republican like you're on attack in all the fucking apps that you use. You know what I mean? And the banking apps, Lord only knows. I've had Lord a friend that knows. went to log on one day to her banking app and her money was gone. Like it said hmm. zero Ooh. on all her accounts. She was like, excuse me? <laughs> She got scammed. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... And no, but that's the thing. It was the bank's mistake. Whew. Lord Jesus. But who was scamming the bank to make that mistake? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I be thinking when shit like that happens. Whenever I see, like, those big data breaches from, like, something random, like, uh, shit, Zoom. <laughs> well, actually, Zoom is or probably like JP a whole different Morgan thing, Chase, where they had mm-hmm. that big boat of cocaine that mm-hmm. we just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, they just and you just you heard take, about it and went on the way. Hold on, what y'all mean? The bank <laughs> smuggling the shit in here in the first place? And another bank got in trouble today. I forget which bank where they were rigging the the gold and silver sale. I mean, this is somebody had me dead. Somebody was like, "What is this? The nineteen twenties?" <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> they fucking with the shit. gold sales and shit. But I think hmm. it's just, you know, obviously. Smell like shit to me. <laughs> I remember Azalea Banks. <laughs> She's like, hmm, smell like some shit to me. <laughs> but, you know, I'm always happy when these documentaries come out anyway, because it does get the conversation going on what's happening with these apps. But I just, maybe it is on some Michael Moore shit, but I'm just like, can we really talk, though? Like, can we really, if you're not talking about the government and the powers that be, 
and the invisible hands that are infiltrating these spaces and what their reasoning is, they're not, what are you're we not doing telling here? us anything we don't already know. And don't waste my time, baby. <laughs> I can't pinpoint when I started being paranoid because, you know, niggas always been paranoid. Yeah. Right? But when the cloud was a thing, I remember then being like, oh, no, nah, this shit out of control. Oh, like, God, you can store no, your yeah. Stuff, I like, still don't trust somewhere. it. I don't trust it. But that's pretty much how a lot of these things work, where people can just access your shit, you know, because like I, I was about to say with Zoom earlier, <clears throat> they said that they don't like sell or mine your data or anything like that. But the calls still go through their server because I've, <laughs> I've talked to people that are like, oh, I was banned from Zoom and I ain't going to get into why they was banned. But they was like, they were telling me what? they got blocked off after <laughs> doing some shit. And I was just like, what? So I, and that's like, like some yeah. of your only fans friends. <laughs> But my thing is, nah. how would they have? How would the platform have known that you were doing anything raunchy on Zoom to begin with? Because they because can access watching. your shit. I don't see. I don't the, like. You shouldn't any, know if I'm twerking with Salt Bay on motherfucking Zoom. Like you shouldn't know yep. that. You shouldn't know <laughs> now that. Now they can't even operate. <laughs> That's terrible. So people just need to be aware that even though they think they're free, they is not. You know what? It's crazy, too, because all this at the end of the day boils down to people being nosy for whatever <laughs> reason, right? And I just ain't never been a nosy person. <laughs> I enjoy having peace of mind. I enjoy not having, to, you know, having certain problems. I don't want to know, you know what I'm saying, about things that are not for me. And I just don't understand it. Of course, some, some things, you know, you'd be like, what? But most of the time, you know what I mean? <laughs> most what? of the time, I ain't never really, yeah, I ain't never really been the type to be all, like, y'all know, you know, boom, boom, boom. I, I don't. I don't want to know. I'd rather just be in good spirits. And I just want to know who the first nosy person in history Oh, was. my God. Only you. Mm. Like, how do we know about that conversation with the snake and all that shit at the tree? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Eve had her titties out like them bitches Somebody in New Jack was City that, that was chopping the dope. <laughs> right. How do, how do we know? <laughs> who, who was listening at that point in time? <laughs> it was good then. You know what I'm saying? They was literally in the garden in paradise. <laughs> Who was the first noisy person in the world? That's all I want to know. <laughs> well, with these apps, you know, do, you you guys, tell me. do you guys ever feel, do you guys have moments of paranoia when you get online where you start questioning how much of your life is, is under surveillance or even your thoughts? Because I think that was the biggest part with the emotional contagion episode we did. Yeah. How much of your thoughts do you feel are even your own? Do you ever like sit and dissect that? Like, why do I think this? Have I been online too much and had my thoughts? Uh, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, appropriated. <laughs> or molded, you know, like, have I mm -hmm. had my thoughts controlled? Manipulated. Manipulated. Have they been vulnerable to outside forces this is how you know we tired so we're like uh have yeah. you uh, have you uh we, we trying we trying so we got our finger on the map friend we got our finger on the map <laughs> but you know what i mean like What's do you ever called? question that and that's why when i see people oh, yeah. getting so riled up with a specific topic day to day and it's like a bee swarm like the topic is thrown out like a piece of meat and then it's just root, swarm, 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 <laughs> swarm. And then that's the topic of the day. And it's like you having your day and discussions and thoughts decided for you day after day. And I, I'll yeah. observe that. And sometimes it freaks me out. Granted, a lot of the conversations are great. But what yeah. freaks me out is the fact that there is this invisible hand of like you it being decided what your day is about. 
I agree. And it does get exhausting sometimes because you choose to um, sometimes I know I choose to like ignore certain things or like not get on Twitter, you know, just to affect my keep my mood at a certain place. And you can't help, though. You can't help, though, to then open the app later, see everything that you've missed. And then you feel that same rush of like, oh, my God, well, now I have to find out about this. Subject, right. This right. Because everybody's talking about, about it. On. Yeah, you don't want to be out here like Khalees said, caught off there. You don't want to be like that. So I don't know. It's just a it's just a fragile situation. It's a fragile situation, like that song said. That's just what it is. And I am a person who takes pride in being private and and you know holding information where it belongs. And this don't make me comfortable. I feel like everything about me is vulnerable, and I hate that. Real. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Asante, <laughs> you were saying something. What is that, um, the concept that if you don't use an idea, someone else is going to use it, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, every every idea that we have exists already. Uh, what is it? The the life library? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? I've yeah, never yeah. believed that. I ain't never you, believed that because I know I didn't thought up some shit on my own. <laughs> so I ain't well, never believed that. I believe that, like, totally, because there have been, like, passing random ideas that i But you I've said had, the life like, library? You talking about the Akashic? Okay. Yeah. Like, like I, I might be way out of my element here, but, like, just from the little that I've heard, like, I feel like I know what that is. I don't know if I've been there, but I feel like <laughs> information has either slipped under the door to me from there. Like, because there have been ideas that, like, I've, like, um, like slept on or... You know, just never even got around to. And then you see somebody else with it, somebody not connected to you in any kind of way. And then you see it happening kind of like in two or three different ways. Um, I'll use this as a, a, a smaller idea, but I feel like this could kind of be more, um, you could kind of compensate when it's like TV stuff. But like, you know, sometimes you'll see a theme come up in a TV show and then you recognize it in like two or three other shows that are on at the same time, but they're like completely different right. shows. So you're like, damn, like who decided like that this was the theme or like the lesson? So like, kind of thinking about stuff like that whenever i see things that make me think like would you listen to my show <laughs> or like or like did you see my tweet like i always just kind of chalk it up to like the collective the, the yeah the collective like the thoughts was around maybe they seen it in past and didn't even remember that they saw it or like you know whatever i just kind of chalk it up to that like if i didn't put this out there it was going to get out there or just because someone else is getting credit for what i thought i put out there first like it's visible. It's, it was visible some other way previously, but it's just kind of hard to pinpoint, like, because there are certain like ideas that I feel like that are out there, and I'm just kind of like, how did this become like a thing? And so when we talk about um, almost the internet programming, you it makes me think of TV programming. You oh like, my gosh, hell yeah! Bef- before we was you know tweeting down, I feel like everybody was making sure they was watching shows just so they could you know have something to talk about at work. Now we watch them so we can talk you know loud tweet them on Twitter. But uh, before it was like, you know, we got to make sure we in the loop of, you know, what the fashion is going to be. So we watching shows or we're in the loop of like what the uh, what's the hottest song. So we watching music videos. So I've always kind of said to myself, well, I guess I'm being programmed to some degree already. But like I have always questioned, like, how does this programming like like what is the seed of this programming? Like what was the initial seed, like wish or belief that turned into whatever this is right here? And I think about shit like that all the time. 
And not even halfway through the blunt. Sorry. <laughs> I used to like fashion, fat, really quick um, side jaunt, right? I used to like fashion-based um, programming that they had when I was a little kid on CNN. I believe I talked about it here before. But y'all don't remember Style with Elsa Clinch? It used to come on on Saturdays on CNN. And she would like cover the runway shows. And she I'm was this real that. chic. I do not Yeah, this that. real chic white woman and shit. And um, she had like dark hair, Elsa Clinch. Look up, remember, just when you get a chance, if you want to go back in the vault, look of style with Elsa Clinch when you get a chance. Oh. It's, it's very interesting. I used to look forward to it on Saturdays. Me and my mom used to watch it. And why is my Siri Siri was popping up on my phone listening to everything I said. Oh, I thought I you was about to, to say you, Elsa Clinch popped up on your Twitter. I was like, that's it for me. Good night, folks. Mm-mm. But it's Dude, just... As much as they listen to <laughs> And if you see Mark Zuckerberg, I I, I forget what it was. He had his laptop and his camera was covered. I'm like, if Mark's camera is covered. (laughs) If his camera is covered. You know, how many many creators of these apps have been in interviews where they've said that their kids do not use the internet. Even within that documentary, some of the developers said that they do not allow their kids to have cell phones. They do not have internet. Even seeing my own friend's kids, how they're so hooked on their phones and their tablets. And it was saying that this younger generation, they have higher anxiety. They're less social, less ambitious, even though I don't know how much I agree with that part. Because I've seen a lot of the younger kids that I feel they're so damn talented. Yeah, they might be glued to the Internet. But look at their TikToks and, you know, the shit that they're coming up with, their activism their art, their thoughts. So I don't know how much I agree with that part. But yeah. I do see how they are more anxious and less social because it's all about being on the phone. So the part mm. that really just scared me is is not just the addiction, but the control and what that control is for. Like, what's the end goal? Mm. Why do they want to be able to control our thoughts and kind of control mm-hmm. what our, how our day is designed kind of like we mentioned the emotional contagion that they can design your mood that's crazy yeah that's insane that's insane, insane. like they can, and scary that they have that power and can tinker around because we've literally given them our brains we've given them our brains they're heavily invested you accepted the terms and agreement <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, I felt so sick when I saw that sign now thing. And I hope I'm saying it right. It was sign now, not DocuSign, but it was one of those two, one of those two devils. And it just felt, you know, just so intrusive. I was like, man, that's so fucked up. Like, I'm just trying to get my contract signed on my phone. Like, I'm not trying to have you have access to my whole life information and everything that's being swapped in between that. A lot of company information, you know, a lot of sensitive information your social security, your address, things that you tend to put down in contracts, your banking info, like, bro. Your nudes. (laughs) What kind of contract was this, Dustin? (laughs) (laughs) A plus personal blood contract. (laughs) But like even uh, Asante mentioning the cloud, do you remember when the cloud got hacked and celebrity nudes were being put all dropping like yeah dom- falling like dominoes. every other day it was a different celeb because they somebody just went into the clouds and started hacking celebs that's scary i promise you clouds still get hacked i promise you i'm every day somebody's information is being pulled put up somewhere and being sold to somebody that just want to see lord <laughs> like, lord lord 
That's why I'm an old lady in certain ways, cause I I don't be keeping nothing racy on my phone no more. <laughs> <laughs> nothing what friend nothing racy. racy. <laughs> <laughs> the lady's not for turning. <laughs> <laughs> nothing racy. Mm-mm. You know, like I just mm-mm, shit is different out here. It's- this live TV over here, honey, ain't no ain't no uh, rebroadcast. <laughs> you either was there or you were not. <laughs> And most of y'all were not. <laughs> so few of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Dustin just fell back in his seat laughing. <laughs> Took himself <laughs> out. Okay. Woo! But just, I'm curious. Those of you listening, are you paranoid? Do you not give a fuck? I did see some people being like, "Oh well, <laughs> it is what the fuck it is." I'm gonna use the app anyway. Yes, I'm addicted. You know, yes, mm-hmm. you done stole everything. Who like <laughs> yeah. so what? What now? Because that's just yep. the where you know the way of the world, and that's just where we're at. And some people have just kind of given in to that being the reality. My tribe, <laughs> Fuck it. you know. And then you have other people that are trying to crack the case and constantly sharing information, like the young the woman that broke down the sign now. Uh, terms and conditions you know like there are people that are trying to help us i've seen a lot of people trying to break down the tiktok term and conditions which is what got that exposed um yeah but friends who want to die with bags under their eyes you know what i'm saying sometimes at <laughs> so a you certain think we point just you gotta learn how to just yeah some stuff you know what i'm saying like you know <laughs> just let it let it rock you know it's like that big deal you know some stuff not everything something you know <laughs> and be more mindful of what you're putting out there to be stolen how about that right don't nobody want to talk mm. about that you know what i'm saying you make the change mm. <laughs> Sante, what were you saying <laughs> uh, no i i'm not making an active decision but like logging on to twitter and seeing like group think all the damn time because i feel like exhausting. somebody some <laughs> Somebody just the other day, maybe it was earlier today or yesterday. They was like, "Did y'all just learn what the fuck um, XD rent said free?" It. Yeah, XD it was like, "Did y'all did y'all just learn what rent free means?" Like, because everybody is doing it, and it's like this happens all the time, and it's like cute for like the first ten minutes, but then your ten minutes might be an hour after somebody else's ten minutes, like. And just watching that trickle happen like days, weeks at a time, like sometimes it's good when you see a, a tweet from like January, February, and that's just like funny all over again. But it's like when it's days of the same joke because <laughs> people are just now like getting it on their timeline. It's kind of like, how long do I want to be <laughs> Like, how long do I want to deal with this? Because I'm the type of person, I'm not going, I'm that person I'm mad at, honestly. I'd be coming in late on the damn joke. And people be like, we laughed at that last week. And I'm like, well, bitch, it's funny to me now, shit. But it has to be exhausting when it's like the same information is being trickled around and around. And sometimes you're being crucified when you agree or you're being crucified when you don't say shit. Like, it's just such a weird landscape to be in. So I've just decided to like, play when I want to play and say fuck it when I'm not playing. But I do think there are things that I am tapping into that make me say, like, if I can reclaim my my internet, I will. That's why, like, I'm delving into programming, kind of seeing, like, if yes, I even change my desktop. reclaim my internet. Buy yeah, back the like, block, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I want to be able to just get online, listen to music, uh, do what the fuck I got to do and go. But, like, when I have to get online, this ad's like, buy this. And I'm like, well, I think I do want to shop for, like, five minutes right quick and well, five minutes be three hours. Five minutes be three hours. And I didn't shop so many things that there's new ads for new shit that Bro, I'm going to have to buy later. And Instagram like, stay getting me. Ooh, that's the worst part <laughs> when you be weak to it. Meanwhile. I done bought a robe. 
<laughs> some new. Have this y'all seen that, that really cool? Um, I don't know what the name of the site is. It's like shop homeless home something, but they be having the dopest little shit for like your crib. Your crib on uh, Instagram. I'm gonna show it to you. You'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna show. Uh, I'm gonna show it to you. I y'all. bought some house shoes. Meanwhile. Ugh. <laughs> why does the why do why does the algorithm never suggest to you things you like need like you know how we talked about you know we did ads on this show for like insurance or something something you need like we just did the fucking ad because we got an ad it's not like we got the algorithm that tells us what <laughs> ads to send to y'all right but like imagine you just sitting there on Instagram and it's like oh yeah don't you want to get your life together and do this right quick and it's like oh I do need to do that nothing it's like helpful all the things- or useful I did see a lady tweet one day that had me dead she was like. Now all she does is talking to her phone and she needs something because it's going to pop up as an ad. <laughs> so you might as well be That's useful it. if you're going to be listening. If I need detergent, tell me which one to get. Listening ads. You know what we didn't even touch on? Uh, moving, living abroad. <laughs> oh my God. That's the other thing too. We didn't even talk about How it. We were weirded out when we got into the algorithm conversation because a lot of us have been talking about moving abroad and one thing I've noticed with all the people I'm talking to is that most people started that thought process because of a video that popped on their YouTube algorithm. And that kind of freaked me out a little bit because I'm like, so we all just randomly got that black lady that lives in Portugal. She just came up <laughs> on every black person I know's but, YouTube algorithm. But and now all of us want to get the worse, fuck out of here all of a sudden. <laughs> To make it worse, it wasn't just that one black lady. Because as I'm thinking back to what we were saying earlier, everybody was like, "It's this lady I was watching." (laughs) But it is always black women. (laughs) Like, like black people, but mainly black women. Because you know, black women will always give you the details any day. So they They really, they really, (laughs) they really trying to tell black people. Because you know, niggas do listen to black women. (laughs) They trying to tell black folks to get the fuck. Like I was like. Oh, and my had God. me wondering, like, you know, that's why I'm like, yeah, this algorithm is sus. <laughs> listen, well, old girl in Mexico said her rent was six hundred dollars. You know, I mean, I was I'm like, still getting well, the fuck out because I wanted to. <laughs> <you know? laughs> okay, because we well, want let's, to. Be, okay? let's start there. I was okay. gonna do that anyway because that's just how I am. That's how I am. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Wait, you let me stop Rihanna clapping for it. Fuck up the chat. <laughs> But it makes you think, you know, and I think that's kind of where my head is at now. Like when I start making decisions, I have to question, where is this decision coming from? What did I watch? What did I read? What fucking show did I see? You know what I mean? Like what ad, what conversation on Twitter? And I think it's important not that you're going to be this psycho paranoid person because like the you know that young lady was like fuck it it is what it is i understand it becomes part of your process yeah you just <laughs> I have feel like to it's an you have to add it i think to just how your brain works dissect and get to the root of decisions you're making <laughs> and not only the decisions but even your positioning on things because mm-hmm. i'll notice that there's a lot of bullying that's happening online where if you don't think like i think fuck you you're an op you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and no one's allowed to have a differing opinion on the fucking the internet. way things should be. <laughs> the way things should be. Yeah, no one's allowed, I agree, and that's ridiculous to me. You know, it, it no. makes people afraid to say how they really feel, what they really think, regardless Good. of if they're uninformed and maybe just need to grow and understand things. People should have the room for that, and the internet will really make you afraid to say anything. 
That's true. It sucks. That's like, why I don't be giving a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> never have, never will. Y'all know it. <laughs> like, it's sad, though, anyway. I think, for the younger ones, you know, who are a little more impressionable and they're going to be stifled and in fear of the retribution for their opinions. Raise your kids. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You have a responsibility to you have a responsibility to sub to to input substance into your kids. Let them understand what things really what the value of certain things really are. And but the parents, you need to build them but up. the parents themselves are just as scared to say anything on the internet. It's like it's just which is why you always can say your mama. <laughs> That's why. <right? laughs> I think, I, <laughs> Doctor Heavenly. <laughs> It sucks because when we, when we talk about Twitter and it being hard to have conversations like on there, I feel like as we're talking about parenting now, it has to be so hard to be a parent and try to figure out like how to have these conversations, what conversations are worth having. Because you just never even know. Like, I mean, with Twitter and Facebook, they've been around for a long ass time. But like when some of these new apps come up, you know, with like TikTok, you might be well without your range of knowing what the hell and how like, you know, you got all this editing. I don't even know that they're doing the subliminal messaging on here. So I can't tell you, you know, you need to be real careful. But like, there are just certain things where there are like these program, these products, they come out so fast that parents don't even have a time to like get, um, I don't even say adapted, but acquainted even so they can kind of provide for the learning curve that their child might experience. So they don't have to say like, they could just be like, Oh, that's just a troll. Ignore that. Like they might be like, damn, this like a person, another person is talking to me this way. Heinously. Like people, struggle with how to process because sometimes parents aren't even present enough to figure out that they need to be doing this and i'm not saying this as a judgment i'm just saying like that shit sucks when you're a parent and you don't even the realize be like tired <laughs> yeah like there it's hard even as a parent to say t- that you are parent and human and figure out like what the differences are in those roles because you need to take care of yourself so you can't take care of another human but that shit just becomes so touch and go because when you log on outside of your child logging on like you got to protect yourself and having to remember to double back and tell them to protect themselves when they already downloaded 10 other exactly. apps. Exactly. And no that's what I'm saying. The parents are battling the same shit, you know, of being yeah. uh, the emotional contagion of the Internet and being ruled by. And it. they battle it on that one app. Why the kids got five or 10 new ones? Like it's, it's got to be crazy. Got that's why, be. you know, well, maybe the grandma. Might <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just not playing. real shit. Real shit. That's why you got to go to your grandma's house and unplug. For, For real. real. Even though I saw someone's grandma on TikTok actually throwing ass. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh my she god. Was, uh, the, well, I was stunned. She was what was she what was she shocking, doing? Shocking. She's <laughs> just oh, in she a in squirting. a mirror, you know, doing her thing. But I just I didn't know. I didn't know grandma's could. But Squirting. the thing is, <laughs> it's not to become paranoid. <laughs> I'm gonna send y'all the video when we, when we get off. <laughs> Wait, she looked good. That's how they, that's how they, that's how they no. caught that one, baby. Come on, play no. ball. Come on, <laughs> Woo, this is classic friend zone shit right here, baby. I'm out. Count he said, me I'm out. done. Well, well, me too. I would just say what she was. <laughs> Y'all are just ridiculous. <laughs> but I say all of this to say, <laughs> I can't with Dustin right now. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. dissect everything. Mm-hmm. 
even your thoughts, your choices, your positions, and what the fuck you're buying. Because like I said, I've been buying, yes. I've been shopping a lot the past two weeks. I was like, who are you? Yes. What is going on with you? <laughs> Why do, you know, and the more I'm shopping, the more ads, the more catalogs come into my mailbox. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I'm being inundated mm-hmm. because they know that I'm in a space right now <laughs> where they can kind of <laughs> mess with me a little bit more. So it's just like, ooh, this is crazy. But I'm curious, those of you listening, did you watch Social Dilemma? Did you feel impacted by it? Did you feel that they presented any new information that you didn't already know? (laughs) Asante is still laughing. Just (laughs) let us know your thoughts. Also, tell me if you caught that that thread on Twitter with the racist pictures and the algorithm. You know what's another thing we didn't touch on? Even being a creator, how the algorithm fucks you black people over on instagram and youtube consistently there's so many youtube peers of mine whose careers i actually saw a a, y'all remember glozell yes Yes. i remember there was a like a doc about her and what happened to her career that i didn't even know like her whole channel once the algorithm changed on youtube her entire channel tanked and it happened to a lot of my black peers who Really, to this day, they'll still make videos, but they can't really af- live off of it anymore like we were at one point. It's just you don't make em- enough anymore. And I'm talking about like top creators with millions of followers that are not seeing enough to even pay rent just because YouTube decided up. to change the algorithm on you. And that's scary. And it, and it was mainly a lot of my black peers on YouTube. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. it's scary being at their mercy too financially you know which is why i've been working very hard if y'all notice i haven't been online as much i haven't been doing as many campaigns because i'm really trying to pivot to not needing that i don't want a life that's based on who's hitting me up how uh if they find my brand popping like if my channels, like, I just don't want to be at the mercy of that anymore. It sucks. I, totally I hate it. having to prove my worth where somebody will hit me up. I'll tell them my rate and they think we're going to have a discussion about it. Mm. You hit me for a reason. My rate is my rate. <laughs> like, we've, we've talked about this before. And they'll have, you know, they'll be like, oh, well, can you send us this, that and the other in a way for me to prove to them that I'm worthy mm-hmm. of that rate? And that's so disrespectful because I know that that would not happen with other creators so things like that that have made me just really be like i need to take a step back and see my life outside of this internet world and make sure that i'm good regardless where i can participate if i choose to but i'm not at the mercy at will will, but not at the mercy that's huge for me and that's why i've been a little bit quieter yeah go ahead i just briefly want to take it back for a moment friend because you said something that's very very important but a lot of people, they'll only hear like half of the statement and they'll think you're being bougie about mm-hmm. it. But like when you know your worth and someone comes to you and you tell them your worth, if you were another creator, we'll just say a, another a creator. A white creator. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to give it to you Period. tenfold. But when you're a black no creator, they just asked. look. When you're a black creator, it's like you got to do a whole nother Google survey as to why you deserve this job that they came to you about. Like it's And crazy. I'm going to keep it Sorry. super real with y'all. The rate that I charge is still very low in comparison with what I should be charging. I agree. You guys know that because the power that I have to sell out things since my YouTube Mm -hmm. days, I sell out sites because people trust me. I'm not 
this consumer based creator where I just want you to buy a ton of shit. It's stuff I've researched, stuff that I know works well, that I know is useful. That has been my brand since the beginning. So it sucks that me knowing that power, me knowing the relationship I have with my followers and and rather, excuse me, I hate followers, with my supporters, it sucks that a brand thinks they have the right to tell me, well, prove to us that we should pay. Right. What do you mean? What are you doing here in the How first place? How did you place? find me? You hit me up. How did you find yeah. me? You know why you and found me. You know why you're hitting me up. And, no, and I charge way less because I know that that's what's going to happen where people are constantly questioning because I'm not one of these uh, influencers that's in the millions. Mm-hmm. So they think that they can negotiate mm-hmm. my worth and it's really, really, really frustrating. I'll pass. Every time. I'd rather eat Raymond noodles all month. Every time. Dick. Like I'm not I'm I'm not going to devalue myself, nope. my contribution, the work that I've done to to continuously improve and, and that I'm going to keep doing to improve. I'm not devaluing that. And if that means that we just don't need to work together, I'm fine with preparing myself to, you know, wait out on the next one. I love that doing it. Right to be pairing. honest, it's gotten Perry. to a point where I enjoy it. I enjoy saying to mm-hmm. someone no. Because you are not paying me what I'm worth and we both know it. And you're not going to get yeah. away with and it because I need money or I got to pay my bills. Nope. We all need to pay our bills. Of course, I would love to take all the money I get that comes my way, but it just has to make sense. And really, we doing it for our community as a whole. When I say yeah. no for me, I'm saying no for other creators to not have to be treated yes. that way. It's so much bigger yeah. than just my pockets. That's why I was going to say, you. that's why you deserve to enjoy when you say no, because you're not saying no off some bougie shit. That's why I had to double back to this part yeah. of the conversation, because people, they really be thinking like, oh, you just won, or it's just trying, and it's like, well, no, like, I'm sorry that I'm not a, like a trusted, you know, whatever you thought you were going to get, so you just felt like you could have worked me over for what you were going to get, but like, you absolutely get what you pay for when it's friends, yeah. so why would you lowball that? Like, Thank that you. makes no and sense. And even celebs. Mm-hmm. I I won't say her name. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know. Uh-huh. Celebs hitting me thinking that because they're a celeb, I'm gonna do free work. And then Baby and then Kobe. having the nerve to say, and and if it does well, we'll keep you in Choke. mind for future what? You think I'm stupid if it does well? Have you lost your mind? Have you lost your so mind? So I'm gonna do free labor. And you're going to get all this free marketing that's going to sell out your product or your work. And then I'm supposed to wait for you to maybe possibly come back around. It's just crazy. It's crazy. I've only done that type of that type of work with brands that maybe were smaller or if it's charity based nonprofit, you know, we shout out a brand here for free every week. We've technically done yep. 257 companies that we've worked with free of charge, but that's our choice to do that. And I'm okay with that. Yes. But you, if you found me, if you sought me out, <laughs> non-negotiable. I learned a lot of that from you too, honestly, Fran, because I was eager to have certain opportunities. In um, the beginning, I get on. it. Yeah. yeah. Cause you want to build that but, up. And you learn very quickly that, you know, you have to understand your value first mm-hmm. in order for other people to do that. And so that's a hard line for Oof. me um, and in negotiations to, you know, work because I love y'all know I love collaborating with people and collaborating with brands. I love that kind of work. It's fun to me. And so but you have to learn how to have some sort of 
um, respect for your contribution Truly. so that you don't just compromise yourself in that way. You have to, and when, when you are compensated appropriately, it affects your performance. Of course. It affects, you know, and the resources that you just, have access yeah, to, to give the best you. quality work. Like, I it, like working exactly, with Fran. really great photographers. Guess what? That costs money. If you're not paying for the costs of this project, mm -hmm. that's going to come out of the fee that you're paying me. I'm paying mm -hmm. out of that. So guess what? I'm mm -hmm. going to charge you more if you want the quality mm -hmm. to be great. And that's just 101. You know what I'm saying? It's so, so frustrating that, you know, not only are we battling these algorithms that are working against us so that our work doesn't appear as much as our white peers but then these brands that know that we don't have as much access and amplification, they they take advantage of that. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. they think, ah, oh, you know, she'll take it. She'll say yes. And you know what's the worst feeling? Don't you hate when they sell you the low ball price? You tell them no, and then they come back, oh, we found more money in our budget. In the budget, yeah. <laughs> really? Well, we're working. It goes Where'd like it come this. from? So you tell them the number, they'd be like, well, we're working with a very limited yes, budget. Yes. And, you know, we went to such such. You give them the, your number. And then they say, well, we were able to find the such such. Bitch, I know. <laughs> and thank you. So now let's get on it. Now let's be on the same side. Let's work together. That should be you aggravating know? me. That happened to us with a few campaigns, even with Friendzone, where they came with some mm -hmm. crazy numbers. And I don't think we they thought we like, were going to speak Rrr. up. Yeah. Like, that's the other thing, too. Brands don't necessarily think especially when they're lucrative, where they know that working with them is going to be a good look. They don't think you'll say no. And ended up having an amazing, you know, turnout with some of those opportunities. Right. You know what I mean? Because they had to get that money right to keep it so real with you. So, you know. And I get the business side. They got to lowball you because at the end of the day, they're trying to save their client money. But damn, shouldn't that. you be on our side too as creatives? I would, if I had money with a client or rather a, a project with a client, I would want to give you money because I know, like Justin said, that's going to make you work harder <clears throat> and give us a yep, bomb. It's, it's a better look yeah. for everybody. But just a lot to you think about. Same applies to prostitution too. You got Ooh, to know your worth, you know. While we have prostitution, like on P Valley, when Andre was trying to sh shut shit down. He was trying to make sure that the brother or the half-brother was getting a piece oh, of whatever right. he needed to get a and piece of. And they trying to cut him out. I wish, yeah, I wish like more black people would consider each other when doing stuff like that. Like, I hate to even say like on from this front, but like when people are like, oh, you know, would you mind doing this for free? Like, I'm the type of person, I really don't mind doing a whole lot of shit for free just because I gotta make sense. people need something, right? They gotta make sense. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying all the time, but I understand like there are just times where, you know, you just do shit for yeah, free. There's like, sure. it, it lines up for whatever reason, you just do shit for free. But then there are people that like will come up to you and they'll be like, oh, well, you know, you think you could do this for free or like you've done it free this time. And it kind of puts you in a weird position because you want to, <laughs> that face just took me out. You really want to, well, I, I should say, I really want to be in a position where I can help my peers but then sometimes it's like, I feel like I'm being guilty. And I oh, don't yeah. like what it turns that. always happens. That. And that's frustrating because you're like, bro, we all out here trying to survive. Yeah, and it's like, I'm I'm like more than happy to help when I can. So it's like, when I can't, like, don't make me feel like a complete dick. Like, because that really sticks with me that one time I, I really can't do shit. Because I'm, I'm sensitive as fuck. Like, I really be wanting to help or drive whatever I can mm -hmm. when I can. 
But, you know, she'd be losing steam because America wants me to keep my ADD. So, like, I just can't. Furthermore, be fair. Be fair. We work in this industry. We know how these deals work and how these partnerships work. If you are my peer and you're coming to me to participate for free in some in a program that you have going on with this multi-million dollar brand, I'm definitely going to ask you what the compensation is. And I don't feel any guilt or shame about that. And shame on you for approaching me, someone who you see navigating the same spaces that you are, asking me to do anything for free when you're not doing you're not asking me for free. They paying you to ask me. Right. So what are you talking or about? events that and sell tickets. Yeah, it's a ticketed event. Now, if and this you is something that free. if I believe in the intention of this, if this is a, a, a New York City public schools, you know, oh, well, yeah, that's initiative a or, you know, if this is a something like that. Yes. If this is a, a, a business that I believe in and that I want to see succeed and I can in some way by me talking about it, it helps. I'll do that for free. I, I don't mind. Like, I don't mind pouring in. It's never an issue of me being greedy. You know what I mean? This is about being fair yeah. and about being right and sensible. Like you can't, you just, you, that's bad business. And to me, I would rather people have a, a, an understanding of me and my place in business as a person who's comfortable overcompensating people for good work. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather you, th- you know that Dustin's going to pay for good work. You know what I mean? He's going to make sure that you're compensated appropriately and he's going to request that for himself too. I'd rather that Hell just be yeah. the takeaway. Like, and I've, I'm a fair I've person. I've had black photographers, young black, because I always, whenever I have a big campaign, my biggest thing mm-hmm. is sharing the resources with up yep. and coming photographers, stylists, whatever it may be, set design. Yep. And you know what's funny? I know when people are overcharging me. <laughs> like the young, mm-hmm. I know it. I can feel it. But I always mm-hmm. pay it because if mm-hmm. that's their rate, that's their rate. And I'm never going to yeah. be like, you wish, you know, like I haven't seen what yeah. you've done. I'm not going to talk to you. If that's how you <laughs> see yourself, then guess what? Either I'll just leave because I can't afford it or I don't agree. But I would never sit with you and tell you. And haggle. And haggle. Yeah, like, like I've had that. I've had so photographers overcharge me. And to be honest, I remember one photographer, he overcharged me. And I saw the shock when I told him, okay. <laughs> it's like he kind of yep. felt like, yep. <gasps> she's gonna pay me that but that made me happy (laughs) motivated him to work hard motivated him because he turned that shoot out and if and i knew that now he had a rate he could set because if i paid him he can say you know this is this is the rate i have received i am worth that that's what I've thought I, I should get. And way, I loved friend. it. That's the, I that's loved the approach it. to have. Yeah. That's how I feel in my heart. What like as far as what my intentions are. I want to help it should be. I want be. us all to be ele- Yeah. Like that's how it should I'm, be. That don't mean I'm I'm finna let you play me. And and you know what I'm saying? Under like I'm, that doesn't mean I'm gonna accept less than I deem myself worth. And that's on people. <laughs> I just want to put that out there because I feel like sometimes black people feel like, oh, well, you know, let me ask. And I'm not saying don't ask because, you know, when it lines up and it's correct, like when there's an angle that you can really touch on that, you know, it really makes sense, you know, fine. But there are certain people that will just be like, well, I know for a fact that or, or some shit like that. And it's just kind of like, well, no, you, you don't. Like, do, do you really? And I just feel and like at that point, from, I don't want to work with your ass either. Yeah, because like, that's you say bad some energy. Shit like that to me. Right, Asante? <laughs> right. No, 100,000%. Like but but that's I want to I'm having this conversation because I feel like a lot of people don't think about stuff like this when they're taking care of like their regular businesses. Like, you know, if a customer sends you an email that a bottle broke, you don't go on a Twitter rant right oh, after God, that. Oh, that happens and, so much. And, 
Like I feel like, and I feel like black people we, we have these businesses, and it's like we ask too much, or we ask too much of each other, or some leeway. Like, give me some free shit, or a discount code, or <laughs> you know, we're just unprofessionals. Fuck, we own some shit just because we own it. Like, I just want to have a lot of these conversations. So I just want to touch on a little bit of that. Just no, that's real. That's and another thing to finish on: if you find out my address and send me something, what makes you think I'm gonna use it? Seriously, what makes you think that I'm going to pick up this phantom box? <laughs> These the guys are out because we have been through this so many fucking times. It is eerie. It makes you look creepy. It does. I don't care how great the product is. I'm not touching it. Y'all don't know how many products I have left in my lobby. <laughs> There's kids that play outside my building. <laughs> oh my god! They be happy as hell when they see me because <laughs> they're like, "What's she gonna give us this week?" And not saying that I want to poison the babies, you know. But I'm just saying. But I ain't finna be walking around looking like I got leprosy because <laughs> you wanted me to try your uh your mother. And it's just uh, disrespectful. Shit. I understand wanting to get your product in the hands of people that you feel will believe in it. And may have the platforms to amplify it to get you where you want to be. But that ain't it. That ain't a way, a way to, to do, do it. Yeah. People used to come to I our agree. live shows in the meet and greet and hand it to us. I'm cool with that. But don't mm-hmm. be sinister. <laughs> and because you know someone who works at a brand and she has my address and y'all are homies and you think that you can send me something. I'm not gonna I've had people send me stuff for years and I will leave it down. I won't even open the box. If I don't recognize that brand and it wasn't sent with my permission, go off. <laughs> it's so gross to me. It's time. It's time. You had. It's, it was time. It's a violation. It I be hitting y'all up it was like, time for it to be did y'all sad. get this box? <laughs> the, like, girl, no. The guys be like, First no. Of all, I just move. <laughs> yeah. Well, friend, you know I'm trash. Y'all have always been a pretend influencer. <laughs> Whenever I get packages, I just open them. Uh, you know, it's just because I just like opening shit. It just feels like Christmas. No, I can't. No matter what's I, I don't like that. And celebs, but y'all But I do feel too. guilty about the waste. Celebs, too. Like, people be like, you think because I'm going to see your name on the box that I'm like, oh, shit, she got my address. No, that's creepy. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. care. Can you just put me down as your P.O. box, friend? <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm about to start going. Jade, be like, girl, I'll come over. It's okay. Just tell me what you need. (laughs) Listen now, I just. But that's it. We had a long ass combo that went in very many different directions. But I guess we had to get that off our chest today. All right, y'all know what the fuck we (laughs) mean. Okay, (laughs) our combo went off algorithms. Algorithms that that black lady in Portugal that got all of us trying to move on YouTube. (laughs) The nigga with the hair that was in Lovecraft Country. With the daughter. <laughs> oh, pay me what you owe me. I mean, this went a lot of places, but <laughs> <laughs> shout out to T S Madison yes, with the money yes. grab fingers. <laughs> shout out to the, the original T S Madison <laughs> with the money grab fingers. But with yeah, all yeah. of that being said, we're finally done. Done, done. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. 
No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Asante, <laughs> Mr. Music Man, since I already did my wellness segment, go ahead and take it away. Woo! Right. So much riveting conversation. My goodness, we had a lot to say. <laughs> we did. And I have even less to say for music. <laughs> I want to get into your listens lately and why you looked it up just really fastly. I only have one thing that I want to talk about. Um Megan the Stallion versus Tory Lanez. I'm Team Megan the Stallion. That's all I'm oh, saying. Gosh. I'm not crucifying anybody for taking the side or doing whatever because we don't know the full story of everything that's going on. So I'm not crucifying anybody for anything. I'm just posting my stance. I'm Team Megan. I'm not crucifying you for listening to the new Tory Lanez. I have not. I will not. But if you enjoyed it, kudos to you. But Team Stallion over here. And that's all I really have to say. Um, I'm not going to play anything for you for listens lately. All I will tell you is that Bryson Tiller... Drop the deluxe version of Trap Soul. Trap Soul is a very coveted album in my uh, discography over here. I just love playing that one over and over. Uh, but the deluxe version includes uh, three tracks. There is just another interlude, Self-Righteous, and Rambo featuring The Weeknd. So that's all I wanted to talk about for music. Now I want to get to you two. We can talk about your opinions before we get to our listens lately. Fran, any opinions? Um, no, I have none. Obviously, All right. I'm I'm team team Megan as well. But as far as the music, I didn't actually listen to anything. I've been on my girlfriend's binge. My girlfriend. And have y'all ever watched Downton Abbey? Yes. Oh my God. My sister is that addicted. That fucking show. So I watched it back in the day when it first came out and then I just fell off. I don't know why. I think I only watched maybe the first two, three seasons and it popped up. Shout out to the algorithm. It popped up mm-hmm. on my Amazon. Algorithm. And it had six seasons. I didn't realize that it had finished. And a motion picture. A movie. A movie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I got to get back in my Damn. downtown Abbey bag. It's about aristocrats. So if that's not your thing, you know, I get it. But it's good. The drama. You said your <laughs> sister like it. Yeah, she's addicted. Yo, so I'll make sure y'all can The connect. grandma mm-hmm. is so shady. She's my favorite the grandma character. grandma is the baby. <laughs> She's so damn funny, and British shows are just so well done. Like, mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna see titties on it back in the day. Nah, but, ain't know, no titties. It's proper. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but so once you know it was a British show and shit, I thought I was gonna see titties on it. Once I found out it wasn't no titties, I lost. You just lost interest. But it's so good, y'all. Like I kid you not. Those of you who watch it know that show is probably <laughs> one of the best shows of all time just so well done i think i saw an article that said it was it's like up there with the highest awarded show of all time like Mm. they just slayed and killed with any award show season totally warranted it is such a good show definitely check it out downton abbey it's just good i don't know what else to say and it had me in a chokehold so i have not even really been listening to music like that 
Well, damn, front. No, <laughs> Next week, I got you. Shit, I ain't been listening to nothing. Listen, I, I've been playing old songs, so I was like, I know y'all been putting out music during quarantine, but I just need a break. Right? You know, I Sometimes you just don't want to hear things. shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, we changing seasons, so you know, you like to have your little seasonal mixes yeah. for those of you out there that just like to feel a certain vibe for the weather. And um, yeah, what about you, Dustin? What you been playing over there? Well, um, lots of new music and stuff came out, but basically I've been digging back in the crates because Little Mo's first two albums got added to streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. So, yeah, based on a true story, Little Mo's first album and Meet the Girl Next Door, her second album, both got added. I've been a long time um, lover of Little Mo's music and I've been waiting for these albums literally for years. That's so great. I love when they do that. Yeah. So I'm just really excited and I want everybody to support her and listen to those streams so you can understand why she is Little Mo to so many people and why she matters to black music. That's all. I love Little Mo. Yes. So shout out to Aww. you, Little Mo. Um, and that's it for me with the music this week. And let me shout out right, Mixcloud. Well, Do you guys use the Mixcloud app? A lot of DJs that were getting booted off of SoundCloud for licensing that's issues, they at. all ran to Mixcloud. Okay. So that if you if you're in the mood for just like a dope ass DJ mix, you know whether you're in a party mood, you need to chill. Y'all know how they used to get down on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. They are all over at Mixcloud. Definitely check that out. That that right there, that was a major key friend. <laughs> <laughs> you did you you did I'm something for the music dog, man segment right I'd there. I'm obsessed on there because it's just playlist after playlist after playlist. So damn good. Shout out to Orange Calderon. Y'all know that's like one of my favorite DJs. Oh. She's on there. Yes. All right. Well, that does it for the Music Man segment. Dustin Ross, please take it away and tell us what you've been watching on TV. Um, First of all, The Real Housewives of Potomac. Let's just get straight to it. <laughs> um, season five. This was episode nine, I believe. And there was a physical altercation between Monique Samuels and Candace uh, with an I, Dillard. Now... Candy Ace. I, I don't. I just don't understand why her mom. Her she so her name is Candice and she spells her name C A N D I A C E. Candy Ace. I don't know. It's just so stupid. Exactly. So, so anyway, there's a build up. There's been a build up over the past really two seasons of tension between Monique and Candice. A lot of shit happened off camera involving an ex cast member named Sharice Jackson Jordan who. Um, was circulating rumors allegedly about Monique and her husband and the paternity of uh, her most re- recent baby boy Chase, who is such a, such a beautiful kid. Um, but and I, I got a lot of love for Monique. I actually interviewed her. She's a nice person. Um, I just like Monique, and I always have ever since she came on in season two. And they've always been jealous of Monique. Monique's always had it all and always been upfront with her shit. And they can't stand her for it. She's never taken any shit off of any of them. And Candace is a spoiled brat who came on the show in season three um, and is just been a completely obtuse and rude individual in several different situations. And last year when Monique was pregnant, they got into an argument and Monique was like, girl, don't make me drag you pregnant and all. She's like, you going to drag me, Monique, drag me. And that carried over into this year. They got into another argument, but Monique wasn't pregnant this time. And Candace was like, you're going to drag me, yelling and screaming in Monique's face, pointing her hand and doing all this shit, pointing her hand in Monique's face. And so they had, they got in a physical altercation now. 
is it cool to just be fighting in public as an adult? You know, no, it's not. And it's something that we should all try to avoid. But am I going to sit here and be fake, you know, and act like I haven't been in situations where my anger got the best of me and I made a decision I wasn't so proud of? Yes, I have. And that's exactly what I watched go down on this show on Sunday night. And what I don't like is the way that Robin Dixon, Giselle Bryant, um, I'm not going to put Wendy in this because Wendy is a new cast member. And she really don't have a dog in this fight. But I did feel like she was a little bit too vocal in her disdain of Monique. But she don't really know enough to have an opinion. So we're just going to move her to the side. But Robin, Giselle, and um, who else? And Candace, the girl who got her ass whooped. They immediately spun this narrative. They started saying over and over again, um, oh, it's a black woman issue. Now it's a black woman issue. This is a bigger uh, deal of than this or that because it's black women on television. And, you know, we have this responsibility to um, behave a certain way. Just all, they blew it completely out of proportion. It's not a black or white issue. It's not an issue of you representing black women in a certain light on TV because let's not forget I've been watching The Real Housewives of Potomac since season one, episode one. I remember Robin putting her finger in Ashley's face and trying to physically fight her at her own damn restaurant. I remember Giselle standing next to her. Yeah, you know, amping her up with her hands, putting them in Ashley's face. I remember Robin saying she would beat Ashley's ass when she had a hot mic on the reunion and Bravo put the captions below what she was saying. And she literally said the words, I can't get her while the camera's rolling. But if them cameras weren't there, I would have beat her fucking ass. She said said that i remember when robin herself had an uh, almost had a physical altercation with monique last season when monique had to put that umbrella between her mm-hmm. and robin because robin was walking up on her physically so for them to automatically say and ch- try to act like candace or excuse me monique has an anger problem or she's out of control and she you know I even saw that next week, Karen invites all of them to her home to sit down and talk through this and giselle brings a fucking security guard Ooh. Why do you need Not a security guard in this house? Ah. That's that's the kind of shit that will get your ass whipped because you're being rude in that way. There's no reason for her to need a physical security guard against Monique. And it's really disgusting to see, especially at a time right now when there's so much going on that black people have to be serious about. How are you equating something that is not serious, something that literally has nothing to do with this movement? You're attaching yourself to a movement for attention and just to try to be right versus versus her being wrong and it's just disgusting to me take the l you got your ass whipped you was talking shit you antagonized and enticed monique into a physical space you 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 lessened the physical space between the two of you You stuck your hands all in her damn face and you provoked her into a fight does it does that make it right does that make it appropriate for adults to be boxing in public like that on television no but let's be real you can't antagonize a person and um, physically enter their space and provoke them into a fight and then be mad that you got bopped. You literally said the words, drag me, drag me. You're going to drag me. You're going to drag me and putting her hands in her face like that. And guess what? The next thing you know, her head was on that table so that you can't, I get, you know, where Monique probably should have made different decisions and kept control of herself, but we're not going to take this and spin it into an issue of Monique making black women look bad on TV. When y'all been sitting up here cussing each other out, talking shit about each other's husbands, kids, mamas, dogs, birds for all these years. 
getting in people's faces and now you want to vilify Monique not on my watch shout out <laughs> to Monique Samuels to yes you can shout out to Monique Samuels I completely support her I believe she was provoked don't make what she did right but damn it I understand and only one of them had their hair all over their head at the end go ahead Asante <laughs> you know how when people tweet um I can't or like y'all not ready to have the conversation blah 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 well, since I, I don't have that, the depth to have conversations like that, I always say, I can't wait for this to become a larger, become part of a larger conversation, right? Because it's like every time something gets physical, it automatically turns into the person who put hands becomes a villain. It never becomes a genuine, like, what's going on or what's wrong. And they were all there to see. And they were all there even saying, you know, like, I don't even know, like, what was said, what got it to that point? Like, if they just sat down and talked to Monique, she's not going to say, oh, well, I'd haul off and slap any hoes at any, any point in time. Like, she's not an irrational person. She's been doing this show for seasons, and she finally got caught out there. Like, I hate that it always turns into this whole, like, we have to campaign to have this removed or you've tarnished the brand. Like, I think that kind of plays into respectability politics a little bit or maybe a lot of bit of us feeling like because we're black, we can't put hands on each other. And I don't feel like anybody should put hands on, any, on anybody, but there are certain situations where people lose their shit and it happens. And I'm not saying that it needs to be coddled every time it happens, but it just shouldn't be villainized or a person shouldn't be vilified every time they like they broken because some shows like bad girls club you know they wanted you to do shit like that love and hip hop they want you to do shit like that and i understand potomac those ladies that start that season saying that they didn't want to be seen like that but they've carried they've carried on in other heinous ways so it's like you can't just be like i'll read a bitch down but <laughs> she can't put hands on me it's like you're spreading rumors breaking up families and shit like and they blame the like editing. these things <laughs> yeah like none of these things make it like okay for you to do because you didn't put hands on somebody so that's why i hate that the conversation always turns to that and i can't wait for it to become part of a larger conversation or why we just always put people out for fighting as opposed to just being like okay well they fought it's part of the story like let's keep it moving so if they remove monique this season and they should or at the end of the season and they shouldn't i don't feel like they should remove monique if they do i feel like this needs to be she a big conversation going nowhere She's been all on Bravo's uh, website, YouTube, doing interviews. Watch, she, she just shot Watch, Watch What Happens Live the other day. It's going to air this Sunday. She ain't going nowhere, and she better not go nowhere. Monique doesn't need to go anywhere. If anybody needs to get out of there, it's Candace. And I just want to say one more thing. How dare you say, get on TV and say, oh, after, let me dial back. After the fight breaks up, Candace starts yelling, get the ghetto hood rat ass bitch out of here. Get this ghetto hood rat bitch out of here. Mind you, Candace Black with a white husband. And she's yelling, get this ghetto ass hood rat ass bitch out of here. The hood jumped out that bitch, that ghetto bitch. And her, Giselle and Robin immediately start saying, we don't do this. You know, this is not what we do. We don't do this. Well, Candace, am I wrong? Am I remembering this wrong? Or didn't you just sit on the reunion stage last year and have a whole segment about about your mama hitting you in the head with a purse at an event a couple weeks ago? And y'all had to explain that because you and your mama just got into a physical altercation. She literally hit you in the head with a purse. And y'all explained it on television. So what you, you mean to say what you do? They don't Wendy get no more ghetto than you fighting your mama. It don't get no more <laughs> ghetto than a person fight, fist fighting their mama in public. You're a ghetto. <laughs> 
Wendy just took that knife out of her hand to remind her of how she was fighting last season and picked up a knife. And I just like, can't. I can't. She just did Wendy Williams the other day, two days ago on Monday. She did Wendy Williams and she was saying how, you know, and just as black women on television, y'all didn't sit up here and cussed each other out, talk shit, vulgar, done all sorts of stuff. And again, you and your mama got into a fight. And now it's about black women. That's just so that's so disgusting to me to attach your bad behavior to something that really deserves more respect and more um, awareness. I just think it's disgusting and it's as low as you can go. I want every time any of these women make it a point to talk about, you know, that type of respectability that a donation needs to be made or something needs to happen because they always do it. But it's like, what are, what have you done outside of that to really say that this is what you speak to? And maybe you're doing it and we're not seeing it, but it's like, shut up. Like I just hate when it gets there, like what they're trying to do to Monique. I hate that. I'm sorry. That's it. Can you talk about Power 2? Um, Power Book 2 has been great. Um, Ugh, I'm loving. I still got to watch I'm, it. I'm, I, I cannot believe I that Tyreek don't get on my nerves no more. That's what oh, I can't believe. Oh my God. I don't know what, ep- what? do you know what episode happened? I can't that's good acting on his behalf. That's what that is. Cause I'm now happy I just for I want him, Tyreek to Because I imagine how much people be shitting on him when they see him on the street. He must have been like well, Light Skin Keisha is on this show, friend. What? And, she, and she's great. Mm-hmm. Light skin Keisha's on par. Met them. She's a classmate of Tyreek's at his school. Congratulations. Damn, that's dope. Mm-hmm. It, in they in they like uppity ass class too. So <laughs> shout out to Light Skin Keisha, who's got music out. Who I should have talked about for the music man segment. My bad, girl. <laughs> yep. But it's just been good. Too. Mary's doing a great job on the mm. show, of course. Um, playing Monet Tejada. Um, one of her sons is gay. We find out this week on the show. Um, Wait, you said Mary's name is Monet Tejada. That's her name. Yep, and her husband is in um, prison serving a sentence. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so now she's like the queen pin. Yeah, man, it's good. All right, all right. Plan, you I'll listen love it. to y'all. I'll watch it. I'll watch yep, it. Yep, yep. You got to watch it. Method like, Man tonight. had a sex scene this week, oh, too. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. And I knew they was fucking Asante. As soon as they showed them in the bed together, I was like, duh. I knew they was duh. fucking when we met them together. He the looks so good. He is aging so well. And he's doing a great job on here, he too. He do look so Oof. good. He's doing a great job on the show. That body. Um, and he is doing a great Lorenz job. Lorenz Tate was on this week's episode, my too, friend. Oh, my God. This is yeah. overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, friend. So this, yeah. this has got your name written all and over And let me tell it, okay? y'all, even watching Girlfriends, Maya's husband, he was Raheem mm-hmm. and Juice back in the day. And yes, I he was. loved that man. Yeah. Oh, God. He's so fine to me. I went and found his Instagram, though. I was like, friend, chill out. <laughs> He's probably like 50 something years old. Well, why would you have grape juice when you could have wine? <laughs> he looks great, though. He looks, he's still really handsome. But I was like, yo, that's crazy. I've had a crush on him, Bumper Robinson, Lorenz Tate, like you name mm-hmm. it. I have a list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you remember Bumper? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, I'm Make done. You want to pull up to the bumper, baby? <laughs> He was about to hit you. You know what? On that note, is that it for the TV <laughs> Man segment? That's it. It's totals, okay? <laughs> As always, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Love y'all. Peace. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. 
No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.